This is an AMI podcast. From the 32nd Annual Folk Music Ontario Music Ontario Conference here. I've got to get that out right. You want folks. to say festival, don't you? Oh, I do, I, I do, do and I apologize, guys. But uh, a conference, boy, what a way of talking about getting heads together and talking about music. Uh, we are here in Mississauga, Ontario, and uh, Ramya Muth and Kelly McDonald. We're the hosts of Kelly and Company weekdays, two to four p.m. Eastern on AMI Audio, and we are your hosts for this AMI Audio live presentation. We've got to give a big thanks to everybody that's joining us today on the set because really to to have this lineup of talent and that and people sitting down with us and talking and sharing with us uh, their passion, music, the things that uh, they are offering up and so humble, it's just uh, just amazing. Um, Mike Stevens is joining us now. Uh, he's from Sarnia, Ontario, as we mentioned before the break. He is a award-winning musician, composer, and uh, co- uh, um, author as well, and Mike, something we'll get into very shortly with you, too, is the uh, being the founder of Arts Ken Circle, which we'll, we'll talk about. But uh, thank you for joining us on our set. We uh, weren't sure we were getting him on, uh, on here just with timing today, but uh, he's come running in and he's joining yeah, us. Yeah, just uh, hopped off a plane and came straight here. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's incredible when, uh, when this kind of thing, when you're, when you're doing something like this and uh, people step up to the plate for us like this uh, and, and ready to go in that. Um, all set there, Mike? Almost. almost. We're almost we're just getting them set here, ladies and gentlemen. Scrambling and is my life in oh. these days. <laughs> Scrambling a good thing? It is a good thing. Thanks a lot for joining us and uh, getting things started with us. Um, how long have you been in the music scene? Oh, boy. Uh-oh, I know those magic questions are like, how old is a person? I thought, what are you doing? Yeah, long time. I'll be 61 next week. I started playing when I was six years old. And... Um, have been touring and playing since my early 20s. So, long time. Makes me feel old. Yeah, long time. <laughs> well, at an event like this, I highly doubt you feel old, really, do you? With, this, with all the energy and the stuff that, that just drifts in here, Mike, uh, I, I can't imagine it. Um, you play harmonica. I do. And uh, what you've He's done. a pioneer, Kelly. Well, exactly. And, uh, you know, I think that's fantastic. But you've also brought harmonica to the bluegrass scene. Explain. Yeah, that's really an odd thing. I never planned on it. Um, You know, I I grew up in Sarnia, Ontario, and I always played uh, music by myself. I always hit it and uh, never joined a band, never did anything. Really? And I saw an ad in the newspaper that uh, there was a local bluegrass band starting up in Sarnia. And Sarnia's not really the hub of bluegrass activity, right? (laughs) So I applied, and they didn't get enough applicants, so they took the harmonica player. (laughs) That's a great story. Well, and and the thing is, I guess, when you're looking a short, well, we'll take you. Yeah, and it was really weird because they didn't know what to do with it. I was like the redheaded stepchild, you know. And um, So basically, I'd play one or two tunes in a set. And I put up with that for a long time and then eventually joined a band where I wrote a lot of the music and led it. And then we were on this one show in Carlisle, Ontario, and I played in a group, um, the Lewis family, who's really well-respected bluegrass group. Um, even Elvis was a fan of theirs. They heard me. They invited me up on stage. I played with them, and afterwards they said, if you agree to follow us all over North America for no money, 
what we'll do is I'll plant you in the audience. And he said, I'll start a banjo <laughs> tune, and I'll stop in the middle of it. And he said, uh, I'll ask if anybody plays the harmonica, and that'll be your cue to <laughs> nice. stand up. <laughs> nice. So I looked. My wife, Jane, was there, and I said, well, all we had was a Mazda 323, and we hadn't, you know, didn't have any money or anything. And, um, okay, we'll crisscross North America in this little car. We won't sleep, you know. We won't get paid. Should we do it? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so we did. And uh, what happened was they would, sure enough, you know, these were shows uh, sometimes that had beer tents and people with handguns. And, you know, he would start the banjo tune. He'd stop in the middle of it. What this song needs is harmonica. And that was my cue. Oh, I have a harmonica. So I'd go up on stage. We'd play. And then generally we'd burn the place to the ground and they pass the hat at the end of it. And I made more money than the bands on the bill, and I got a booking for the next year. Oh, oh man. man, that is beautiful. That it's is eventually so how cool. I got on the Grand Old Opry. They heard me that way, and I got on the Opry. So that whole leap of faith thing, boy, I tell you what, works out. And you've been on the Grand Old Opry a lot of times. A lot, over 300, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think over 300 <laughs> times over the years. Yeah, it's crazy. And you got a book out um, for the fusion of bluegrass and harmonica as well. Yeah, and Hal Leonard, and, and it's um, it's got distribution all over. And That's Yeah, incredible. I'm a pretty lucky guy. Well, can we get you to play for us before we talk about Arts Can Circle? Yeah, huh? you bet. I'll play something that, um, that relates to Arts Can Circle. I'll just talk okay. for a sec about it because it sets it up. Beautiful. In the early days of doing this, um, I saw a lot of stuff that really shook me up. And um, I'd have this reoccurring dream, and the dream had music in it but not like regular instruments. I had to figure out a way to actually make these sounds. And um, I think its purpose is to put people in maybe one of these communities and have them think a little deeper about what's happening in Canada in, uh, in, in some of these uh, remote communities, the inequality and things. But it's called A Walk in My Dream, so I'll, I'll play that for you. <laughs> yes, let's put that tea down. Have to get my tea. <laughs> it's mushroom tea, but not that kind. <laughs> one, two, one, two. There you go.
Wow. Oh, man. Now, you know, Mike, dude, we got to ask you about that. Uh, like, that's so many sounds. Sitting here, my, my goodness, how's he doing all that? Um, tell yeah. us. Uh, to fill us in. I'm using a looper, and um, I've just altered the looper so that I could stick a microphone into the uh, input of it, and I've taken apart a really cheap effects processor and rebuilt it so that it'll work on the vowel sounds, like throat singing, um, of my voice. And then I've got a drum microphone, a little wee tiny one, and I, I uh, built a, a volume control, a control with a transformer in it to be able to plug into it. Just, it's, um, they're tools, but, but it's really just an instrument. It's kind of, um, when I play harmonica, I don't feel like I'm a harmonica player. I feel like I'm mm. just playing music, and this wow. is hopefully just an extension of that. Well, you can definitely feel the North influence on that Arts Can Circle we're talking to, right? Yeah. There's so many levels to it. And, yeah, let's circle back around to Arts Can Circle. The creation of that um, was after your visit to a northern community in 1999. So give us more background on that and what exactly this nonprofit is. Yeah, well, it it, um, it changed my life. Uh, I was booked. I was a really lucky guy. I mean, I'd won all kinds of awards and was on the Opry. And I was doing things like flying to Japan for the day for a show and back again, like, for a harmonica player, that's unheard of. And, um, you know, just everything was going really, really well. And uh, we were booked to play on a, a tour for Canadian peacekeepers. We were headed to um, alert the northern tip of Ellesmere Island and then on to Bosnia after that. Oh, man. And uh, we stopped off for fuel in Goose Bay, Labrador. And uh, we had a show to play there, and it was really unusual. You know, there are two communities there. There's... Um, well, three, but, but there's Goose Bay, Northwest River, and Sheshishi. Sheshishi being the Innu community. And I mean, if you're going to drive there, it's 1,000 kilometers, the last part on a gravel road. <laughs> so like a flying community. When it was time to play this show at the theater, I looked in the audience, and uh, there were no indigenous people at all, which seemed really out of balance with where that is, where that's located. There's just these communities at the end of the road. So... Um, I'd heard a little bit about some of the issues Sheshishi was dealing with, so when it was my turn to actually um, play, I talked about that community and dedicated a song to them. And uh, when I played it, I got the iciest response I've ever got um, on stage. It was like, it wasn't prejudice, but it just was really close to the bone for those folks. So I backed off the stage, went to the record table, a guy there, it's a long story, so I'll make it short. Um, a guy came up and said, look, if you'd like to go to that community, sneak away from your tour, I'll drive you out there. Wow. So I did that, went out there. Long story short, came face-to-face with eight kids sniffing gas right by oh, the wow. side of the road. Got out, played music for them. Some of that got filmed, and that footage ended up going all around the world. So while I continued on my tour, my wife had, you know, it was between 500 and 1,000 media requests Questions. from all over the world yes, wanting yes. to talk. Whoa. So parked my career and started to make things up like, well, if you have an instrument under your bed, let me know where it is and, and, uh, and I'll go get it. Wow. So filled my house full of instruments, uh, got them up to Sheshashi uh, and did my first workshop, then started going into other communities across Canada uh, with harmonicas and go out in the bush at night looking for kids, play, hand them harmonicas. And at this That's point, I think we've handed out over 40,000 wow. harmonicas and recording studios and 
you know, instrument lending libraries and stuff. A lot like of great people involved. That is incredible. If people want to do that, where do they go and search you out? You can go to artscancircle.ca and, and check us out there. Mike Stevens, thank you so much from yeah. Sarnia, Ontario, joining us today on our set. Uh, really wonderful, really fantastic. Uh, we're going to continue. We've got lots going on. PEI singer, a singer, songwriter, and musician, of course, Rachel Beck. Uh, on our set in just a moment, Freer from this AMI Audio Live presentation. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. I'm Margaret Shepherd of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Shaun of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.